Welcome to Lore of the Loch, brought to you by the Any Collective. Come, take a seat by the fire. This week's story is a tale of two babies. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. The Harkis family were bringing home their newborn for the first time. Little Fergus was the apple of their eyes and was one of the calmest and happiest babies you'd ever see. You're just so precious, Fergus. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. He's such a cutie. You've got your mother's eyes. Luckily, he didn't get my chin. Now you stop that. You have a lovely chin, and you got it from your grandfather. May he rest in peace. So long as he grows up to have his father's sense of humor and (laughs) his irresistible charm. Yeah, that'll be right. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Fergus. Let me show you where you'll be sleeping for the next 18 years. This is your cradle, handmade just for you by Uncle Tom. You haven't had a chance to meet him yet, but I promise you'll love him. And this is your little soft bear to keep you safe at night. We'll call him Big Ted until you're old enough to pick a name yourself. After all that you both have been through, this must be such a a happy and rewarding moment. I thought we'd never see this day after our first two children didn't make it to see the light of the sun. It seemed utterly hopeless. Oh, but now we can see that God just wanted us to be patient. Yes, as he had the perfect little boy on his way to us. Well, Fergus, you were definitely worth the wait. Oh, I'm just bursting with pride. Oh, who's my little man? Oh, Fergus. The days of happiness were short-lived. For one fateful day, Fergus's parents left him unsupervised to attend to a sick animal in their care. This was a bad idea because babies had to be watched for the first while and never left alone, especially before they were christened or the fairies could steal them. It was only for a few moments, but in that short space of time, something terrible happened. In a faraway land, two fairies were peering into a crystal ball with their eyes firmly on Ferguson, all alone in his crib. Look at this handsome little chap. The perfect specimen to sacrifice to our ancestors on the next full moon. Yes, Mother Fairy. His plump little fingers will roast nicely on the fire. (laughs) Seize him quickly before the repulsive human parents return. At your command, Mother Fairy. Take this whiny skinny fairy baby to swap him with and then fly back in haste to our land. (laughs) The fairy servant flew to the Harkis house at the speed of light. You must understand that fairies and humans do not operate on the same timeline. In fact, fairies experience time much faster than us humans. So, whilst Fergus's parents were only gone for a moment, the fairies had ample time to steal their son. The servant flew out of the fairy realm, over the sea, and into the village and swooped down on the house where Fergus lay, sound asleep. There is the child we seek. Wonderful. (laughs) He reached into his bag and pulled out the fairy changeling. 
up, you gruesome thing. Stay quiet for just a few more seconds. Then you can cry this house down. <laughs> the fairy quickly cast the spell to shrink himself and the baby small enough to ease in through a gap in the window. He reached down into the cradle and grabbed Fergus, shoving him into the satchel. Next, he placed the new baby in the crib and backed away. Fergus abruptly woke up and began to cry. Don't cry, little guy. The journey won't be long. But you, he said, pointing to the fairy changeling, you can cry. <laughs> Fergus's real parents arrived back beside the cradle. <gasps> Where's our baby boy, huh? Oh, there he is. Come on, let's see if you need changing. Father picked up the new baby and immediately noticed the difference. My, you feel awfully bony, Fergus. Oh, he'll just need some milk. Give him to me. But as soon as Mother uncovered her bosom, the baby bit her nipple hard. Ow! Uh, he's never done that before. Huh, he's never done that before either. How strange. Hmm. What's wrong, Fergus? What do you need? But the baby began to cry and wail. He grew thinner and thinner, wasting away in front of their very eyes. He ate well, but was never contented, and he never put any weight on. The parents tried to comfort him in any way they could think of, but nothing calmed him. Hey, look, it's a brand new rattle. Isn't this fun? Why doesn't mother sing you a lullaby? rock a baby on the treetop. If the wind blows, the cradle will rock. Try this dab of whiskey, Fergus. It's normally safe for the big boys, but I snuck some in here just for you. Here, just a little taste. <sighs> what are you two going to do about Fergus? I don't know, Mother. We've tried all the games and all the treats we can think of. Uh, we've stayed up with him through the night for the past three nights, and yet he's barely rested. My arm is aching from rocking him. Mm -mm. Every child in this family has been a good sleeper. Something doesn't seem right. Have you considered speaking to a doctor? Oh, you think he could be sick? Better safe than sorry, dear. So, the baby and the parents travel to the village doctor's house to find the root of their son's bad behaviour. Thank you for seeing us, doctor. Oh, there's no problem at all. Now, how can I be of help today? Well, it's all a bit peculiar, really. Our son came home bright and happy as can be, but then three days ago he just began to cry, and no matter what we do, Fergus just won't calm. I understand your concerns. I shall examine the patient, if you give me a brief moment. But it wasn't a brief moment. Mm, in fact, the doctor spent hours running all kinds of tests with no luck. Frustratingly, the doctor could not figure out why Fergus had changed. I am so sorry, but I cannot find a medical explanation for your son's sudden change. All I can suggest is that you speak with the priest. Oh, um, well, thank you for trying, Doctor. We will take him to Father Jameson right away. The family journeyed to the priest's house in search of answers. Ah, oh, step inside, children. There's no question that God cannot answer. What do you need? 
It's our son, Fergus. He changed four days ago. He seems to have lost his personality completely, and now all he does is whine and wail. We already visited the village doctor, but he couldn't see a medical explanation for our son's ailment, and he suggested we seek counsel with you. Yes, he did the right thing. So the priest circled the baby with rosary in hand and gave heartfelt prayers. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be merciful to him, Lord, for he is in distress. His eyes grow weak with sorrow, his soul and body with grief. Release him from these troubles, Father, and we are your humble servants. He even splashed holy water over Fergus's chest, but still the infant cried. <clears throat> this is highly unusual. I would not normally suggest such extreme measures, but have you considered talking to a wise woman? As it seems that whatever is wrong with Fergus does not come from Christian nor scientific origin. A wise woman, with all the knowledge of the <clears throat> devil's workings, may be your last opportunity to save your son. Hmm. Thank you for your time, Father. I will see to it that we find a wise woman. The Harkises had heard through village gossip that a wise woman lived at the top of a nearby hill, so they set off on a hike to save their son. I hope there's not much further to climb. My legs are weary and I cannot cope with Fergus's wailing for much longer. We're almost there, dear. Here. Give him to me for the last leg of the journey. He's looking thinner than ever today. This wise woman better know what to do. Otherwise, I fear we are out of time. We mustn't give up hope yet. Those who have faith can conquer all. Oh, look! There's the cottage. Come on, let's go knock on the door. Great! We've hiked all this way, and nobody's home! It looks like no one has lived here for years! <sighs> Come on, let's just go home. I'll knock one more time. Who dares to trespass on my land? We are so sorry to burst in on you like this. We mean no harm. Actually, I believe we're in dire need of your help. Why would I help you? Uh, of course. We brought you this bag of gold. I, I know it's not a lot, but it's all we have. I don't want your money. Then what can we offer you in return for your guidance? All I ask is that you keep my whereabouts hidden and speak of this to no one. I don't want more of your kind badgering me for guidance than blaming me for their lack of farming capabilities and bad weather. Oh, uh, uh, of course we will keep your secret. We won't tell a soul. Good. What may I help you with? It's our son, Fergus. When we first brought him home, he was the happiest baby you'd seen. Always calm and cooperative. But then one day he changed and now he cries all day and all night. And he's getting thinner by the second. Did you bring the child? Yes. Show me him. Father pulled out the wise and screeching infant out of the cloth sling on his back and held him aloft for the wise woman to see. She took one look at him and slammed the door shut. Where did she go? The, 
That was no help at all. Wise woman, my backside. Just when the couple were about to set off back down the hill, the wise woman opened the door and popped her head out slightly, keeping her hand ready on the doorknob. It was clear she was no longer comfortable around the child, as she was now holding a rabbit's foot pendant. That is not your son. Look, woman, you would better come in here with me so I can explain, but leave your husband out here with that crying thing. That crying thing? It's all right. I'll be right back. Mother entered the cottage with caution. After creeping her head around the door, her eyes were assaulted by the bright glare of gold and silver knickknacks, decorating the space like a mosaic of clutter. Everywhere you looked, you'd notice spellcasting materials, including, but not limited to, altar cloths, rare herbs, and colourful crystals. Don't be nosy. Oh, oh, sorry. I don't mean to be rude. What an interesting collection you have. Tis not meant for mere mortals such as yourself. Anyway, woman, where's your sense of urgency? Don't you want to save your child? Uh, Yes, of course I do. Good, because it won't be easy. You might want to sit down for this. Oh, uh, okay. That is not your son. That is a fairy changeling. They have come and taken your baby and replaced him with one of their own evil life-sucking monstrosities. Oh, oh my lord, how can this have happened? That means my Fergus is with them now. And and I let that thing suck my nipple? Oh, God. Oh, God. Ah! The wise woman gave Mother a great big slap in the face. Right. Are you calm now? Uh-huh. To get your child back, you need to execute this plan precisely as I tell you. Ready? Uh-huh. You must take a steel wedge and a Bible and go up the hill to Muckle Water. Beyond that, you will see a rock face that has a crack running right down it. Take the steel wedge and drive it into the crack, and the veil between our world and the fairy world will open. Inside, you will see the fairy mother. She is their leader and an altogether nasty piece of work. Now, you may endure this next part as you need to strike her three times across the face with the Bible. On no account must you utter a sound while you are in there. Or all will be lost. Uh, okay. Once you've hit her three times, turn around and walk out without looking back. If you do not follow these instructions faithfully, then you will never see your son again. Do you understand? Yes, I understand. Great. Well, you better get going then. What? Right now? You haven't a minute to spare. Come on, hurry along. Uh, okay. Thank you so much for your guidance. Yes, yes, no problem. Now go and don't come back. Well, go on. Tell me what she said. Not now. You just take that that thing back to the cradle and wait for me to get home. That thing? Mother set off sprinting down the hill. That thing is your child. What's going on with you? Mother wasted no time in grabbing the steel wedge and the Bible. And just as quick as she'd ran home, she ran back up the hill to Mucklewater. The wind rippled the surface of the water as she approached the rocky outcrops. There she saw the rock face with the crack running down it. Her face became hot with rage, thinking of the woman that had stolen her son. All right, you, you can do this. Gotta go in there, gonna save Fergus. 
I just say Fergus, I just smack the fairy so hard with that Bible, I swear. She had a million and one things she wanted to say to the mother fairy, but she knew better. She drove the steel wedge into the crack. Slowly, the rock face opened to reveal a fine hall of glittering gems inside the hill. Sitting on a chair inside the hall was the fairy mother, with the stolen baby upon her knee. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing, Mama's gonna buy you a diamond ring. That sick creature's rocking my Fergus! I ought to knock her into tomorrow and take every fine luxury from this godforsaken hall. Take a deep breath. You have to get this right. The fairy mother was not surprised to see her, and she tried many cruel, manipulative tactics to get dear mother to talk and mess up the plan. Mm, I've been expecting you. Oh, your little boy's right here. I think he prefers my songs, though. <laughs> don't you? And if that diamond ring don't Please, shine, Fergus, don't chuckle for that evil creature. I'm your mother, not her. Or have you forgotten me already? <sighs> it's a little cold in here. Are you cold, mother? I think our little Fergus is cold. I'll just warm him by the fire. Mother Fairy picked up Fergus and held him aloft right above the fiery flames. <laughs> you wicked cow! Mother stormed over to the fire and smacked the fairy mother over the head three times. With one final look at her child, now fallen to the floor in tears, she silently yet pointedly turned around and walked out without looking back. Her heart was beating so wildly and loudly that it was all she could hear. Onwards the mother ran until she reached her house and burst through the door. Honey? Honey! Oh, thank God you're home. Where on earth have you been? Where's the baby? I just put him down for a nap. He was still crying up until... A second ago. Hmm. He stopped crying? They rushed to Fergus's nursery and there he was, lying soundly asleep in his cradle. Their own baby boy returned to them, safe and sound. Who's my little <gasps> Fergus. Boy? Hi, Fergus. And there you have it. We hope you enjoyed our tale. Thank you for listening with us to Lore of the Loch, once again brought to you by The Any Collective. Oh, and don't forget, away with the fairies can have more than one meaning.